0: Welcome Welcome to to Dear Dear
1: Black People.
0: People. The show where two womanist race nerds review the fuck out of the Netflix series Dear White People.
1: My name is Queen.
0: My name is Jay. We're reviewing season three of Dear White People. This is part two. If you are just tuning in, please go back and listen to part one where we reviewed. We are doing this by character. So we gave our initial thoughts and did some character reviews and that's how we're getting through this story. Yeah. So these are the second half of those characters. So please go back to a part one. If you have not listened already, we don't want you to miss anything. We are also spoiling everything. The fuck out of this shit. That's right. As usual, if you want to keep track of the conversation, you can use our hashtag T with QJ on social media. You can also use the hashtag Dear Black People. Be sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ, on Facebook and Tumblr, T with Queen and J. You can email us at T with Queen and J at gmail.com and visit our website, T with Queen and J.com. Dot dot all right so let's get into part two of this review so a new professor hits campus played by blair underwood and his name is moses, moses because we're on the nose ass
1: niggas on this show pseudo deep did you think it was deep or funny and like silly and ridiculous for me it was pseudo deep because he's like he's the he's the prophet
0: yeah, so appear out of nowhere like a prophet, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I don't, I don't think the show takes it so seriously that they were trying to be deep. To me, I thought, oh yeah, Moses, haha. No, but I also think they named him that. Of all the prophets, I think they named him Moses because Harriet Tubman is also seen as a Moses, and like that whole idea of getting people over, getting them across, getting them, you know, wherever the fuck, mm-hmm. parting the whatever
1: to the promised land.
0: That boom
1: on go. Mars because it ain't nowhere on this. No, it ain't. No, it
0: oh, ain't. God. So we meet Moses, the new black guy who has hit the PWI. Yo, when a new black person hits your predominantly white
1: institution, the swarm. It's I was a like, new day. Why are they all around? That
0: me? is real life.
1: It's happening. That is real life. I didn't life, go to PWI, so I was and just like, like, Yo, who's this black man? Oh my God. who is this nigga? Everyone whispering yes like he could see y'all like nah it'd
0: be happened? just like that you'd be like hey what's going on over here oh that song so he just got here from like, oh word okay i'm just i hang out over here what, what y'all doing later you, okay i'm gonna hang out over here he's talking
1: i guess that explains um because watching it i was like why mm-hmm. is he always hanging around these kids my <laughs> like, god they live on the canvas i know that but uh-huh. still like
0: oh right where right, are your right. friends
1: oh like where are the people your age it was just like yeah. where that he was hanging around these kids but i From you saying it like that, I'm sure Mm -hmm. the kids were like swarming around. Yes, yes. So now I can can see it that way. But at first, it's like go be with some people your age. Go away. You went to a PWI.
0: You're still alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's how somebody like me felt. Like yo, you're alive still. (laughs) Yeah, you you came back. You came back here. You're telling me that I'm not going to die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at this white school where these white people are trying oh to kill me <laughs> oh shit yo wow. tell is a black dude on <laughs> campus over here in this corner talking wild oh shit yo gosh. talking the revolution oh okay nah. i was just like why this
1: grown-ass man don't
0: got no grown ass? no nah, i can relate to that there's an element of that too and i think as a as a black woman as a new yorker As a woman, period, Um, when I encountered, and that's also, like, I just, I didn't, that's maybe also why I didn't always find, like, certain communities that other people felt. I would be very suspicious of that shit. Like, you don't have any grown niggas to be around. Why you
1: always, why you in that hall? Yeah. Why you you got, like, your own lounges and shit? Why are you
0: here? Hanging out with you all like this. Okay? Not doing it. But yes, no, I, I definitely would have been on them steps Like, yo, see,
1: look at this nigga <laughs> said that shit out loud Does he know white people can There's hear There's a you? nigga <laughs> on oh, that nine oh, That nine, yo Got the nerve to be carrying a briefcase He got books in that bag There is a grown adult black man standing here on the campus his lineup is fine His lineup was fine. He's fresh. not even like
0: Oh my goodness. He's not, he's not James walking around campus with a, <laughs> a whack ass lineup. He's not him. Yeah oh my goodness oh God, I also love seeing Blair Underwood get work yo cause he's one of those I feel like he's one of those black actors who if he were white he would've did several yeah. of like his own movies yep. he'd have a taken. he'd like he'd be mm, right. doing his thing so I like seeing Blair mm-hmm. Underwood with a job because Hollywood did him dirty even though he's fine it's not like dirty he's always working but like there you go boom um so yes so we see him we meet him on the steps the crowd is gathering wondering who is this nigga excited al has just come from trying to get them position petition signed, yeah. and sees him a fellow black man because al is a whole oh, ass afro latinx person with a black face yes. and very light skin anyway so he sees another black man on campus he's fucking inspired so yeah al sees him and he's excited inspired he has his meet and greet with the students at the coffee shop and all the fucking students there are inspired he what
1: I'm just picturing it Like Moses Moses
0: Yes He announced that One of the stipulations Of him coming back As a professor On that campus Is that The um, secure, Campus security Needs to be disarmed That's a big fucking deal yeah. so these, All these things Are like making him the shit mm-hmm. And like People really revering His existence On that campus um, he, so he was a student there and then a professor and then he left and went to Silicon Valley to do tech shit. He worked yeah. at Google. He turned down, he says he turned down venture capitalists because he was tired of explaining black people to white people. Mm-hmm. And all of these things are making him the shit. During a lot of like the footage that Sam took for her documentary, there are students saying one of this, One of his tech students is like she was experiencing depression and then he gave her a reason to get up, get out of bed. There's this black dude saying that he used to really look forward to um, Sam being on the air and just felt like nothing was going on. And then Moses came. um, So it's like all this shit that's like he's out here inspiring motherfuckers yeah he's waking them up yeah during one of his coffee meetings with reggie so because he's a tech person and reggie is Is a tech person yeah reggie is a computer science major he wants to spend time with him and mentor him and shit like that or whatever so during one of his coffee meetings with With Reggie, reggie muffy who as we mentioned before is coco's white friend mm-hmm. brings him a muffin and says that she was inspired by his lecture and it also the exchange seems flirtatious yeah. but she's a student flirting with a professor which is not a criminal i've act done it before at john jay is
1: that where you were no i went to york college and i went to toro
0: okay know? and you and you flirting with your professors there
1: at york how dark all. well <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> all right
0: you were of age and shit though
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. okay
0: you were not used as consensual and stuff.
1: I was like, I was like
0: 21-ish. Okay,
1: okay. And they were, they were like getting their master's. Oh, so this was
0: like TA. Yeah. Yeah, he was more of a TA than yeah, like Yeah, it wasn't a like one of them tenured old motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, 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 no. Okay, no, Moses is here as a tenured ass, like, motherfucker.
1: No, I had already had a groomed relationship. I wasn't doing that again. Right. <laughs> right
0: yes. So Moses is creating an app where black and brown folks can get their health and wellness on. He calls it an environment where a traumatized mind can heal. So he says a lot of stuff that, like, makes sense. He says all the, all the buzzwords. All the buzzwords. All the buzzwords. Yep. So as I'm watching this, I'm, of course, afraid. Look, girl, I'm afraid of what's going to happen because I'm not used to nice things.
1: I'm just like, why is he around? <laughs> These young people. Yeah. It didn't yeah. make sense. At all. And they instantly trusted him too much. but made me not trust him.
0: That's the thing I can see happening too. Because you're in this fucking wasteland of... Of whiteness. Of, yeah. Predominantly white institution where they are trying to kill you. And... You and then mean, here comes Moses. Here comes Moses. Yo. Like, you're alive. <laughs> we can make it to that age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. So, it comes, it comes out that um, Moses... I'm I'm going to say may have because we haven't gotten to that part in this yeah. story yet, mm-hmm. but wait, that he may have sexually assaulted Muffy. Yeah. Um, and so that becomes a thing, and then he somehow he gets her or someone gets muffy to change her story. story and now instead of saying that, she's saying she was confused and doesn't know what happened. so now she's being silenced, and when Sam is googling the accusations, it comes up, and then she gets an error message, so at first, she can see like, oh. He's been He's accused, accused of this shit probably before, before but then and an then error message, did. and we remember he worked at Google. He's got connections and yeah, shit like he that. Can
1: pull it from the server. Yep.
0: And throughout this process, throughout the series, we find out that he has some connection to the, the order. order, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a whole thing.
1: The Black Anami. Oh, I still can't.
0: <laughs> that was the same I once know. again.
1: It sounds like something different in my head, mm-hmm. and then my mouth does something else. I'm gonna get Black-a-Navi. it before the before the episode. The Balluminati? The No, I just
0: put a B in front of but, it. yeah, i like, no, not the black. The Bluminati. It's got to be black. I don't think
1: we can do uh, it. Yeah, I don't think so. All right. Either. You had any other thoughts on Malice? My thing with just the whole, I don't know. It was like, was this supposed to be like Bill's Cosby? And like, okay. because you know that a lot of Bill's Cosby's a lot of women who survived Bill Cosby's um, rapes Mm -hmm. were white women. Okay. And then, like, you know how a lot of black people just blindly believed in Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby because it's like, you know, white women. I don't know. For some reason, I've made that connection.
0: I didn't feel like it was specifically Bill Cosby as much as it's referencing Bill Cosby. It's referencing, even though these are specifically white women, I felt like it referenced the way a lot of niggas feel about R. Kelly, who didn't even do nothing for nobody, you know what I'm saying? Nothing.
1: I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it as so. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, but I didn't that's, see it as so why, specific. That's why. That's why I associated with Bill Scotty because people feel he did something because it was just like so much that they felt they were losing. I don't know, but it was mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. it was just a quick thing. It wasn't like something that stayed yeah, in my yeah, mind yeah, for a long yeah, time. Yeah. But it was just like mm-hmm. okay, right? Um, but yeah, I don't know.
0: But I think it was to kind of touch on like the nuance of what that could be like how somebody that you worship or whatever or really believe in can also be like a fucking like monster and the dynamics and nuances of like blackness in that and and the way that a black professor can mean this type of thing and hold this kind of weight and be this kind of hero mm-hmm. to black students in a way that it just doesn't exist. I I don't think it exists in whiteness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a white professor, I don't think would ever necessarily mean that much to a white student. Mm-hmm. I just like he saw that he could live. He saw that. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. saw that he could survive what he oppression he could survive white supremacy Mm -hmm. and i just don't think that that exists in within a white world Mm -hmm. so i think they did want to show like how we could feel so intensely about people in Mm -hmm. ways that i don't think white folks experience in Mm -hmm. that same way Mm -hmm. all right so troy now troy is the son of dean fairbanks and so he is a special black dude on campus because his dad is the a dean. dean. He is working at Pastiche, which is the um, long-running satire magazine on campus. He's comfortable, it seems, being the only "quote unquote" minority on the inner he, circle. He's
1: okay being a token.
0: Yes, yes, don't mind being a that's token. right. He's okay being a token as long as nobody outright calls him the N word. Yep. That's the type of black dude he seems to be. Yep. Abigail is um, the white girl on staff that gets ignored and tries to form an alliance with Troy.
1: voice annoyed the shit out of me. Mm. That's it. Okay.
0: All right. Troy has a better relationship with his dad right now.
1: It's so nice to see. It's so cute. Yes. It's so nice to see. Look at this. Like where it was before. Yeah. I'm like really happy for him. Yeah. It was nice. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for us. You know yeah, I wonder what's up With his um, Anonymous trash mom Though Cause like oh. Like what's with that Mm. wonder where That's gonna go
0: I hope it goes nowhere I hope she's just trash And that's just <laughs> it We deserve the <laughs> right. kind of
1: mom I wanna be I say all the time If I have a child I'm paying child support She doesn't even pay that mm-hmm. But i you You guys I'll be a weekend mom That's funny um, I aspire Hey
0: You gotta have A Moses in your life <laughs> You know
1: Oh he's a rainbow
0: Oh no I didn't mean like that So, okay, so yeah, Abigail, as we mentioned, tries to form an alliance with him. So there's this moment when we see them having this, like, brainstorming meeting in Pastis. She's trying to get a word in. She can't. She sees that Troy can get a word in as, like, I guess another, Mm quote-unquote, minority person. Mm -hmm. And so she tries to form this alliance with Troy. And in the conversations, it feels like she is saying um it's interesting that there's just two of us right like tries to like put them on par with one another as quote-unquote minorities and i'm a little bit confused about abigail making it seem like she either has less privilege than troy or that they're the same i understand that there are instances when someone as cool and interesting as troy as a black person as a black man Mm -hmm. would Perhaps be granted that access in the inner circle, yeah. where in a person like Abigail, who is not just a white woman or white girl, but also, like you said, she has this quote unquote oh, annoying voice. She's not quote unquote hot. Yeah, she mm-hmm. I don't know if you call that mousy. I don't know what she her, her aesthetic is, but it's not. It's not. She's not cool per se. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, she's not
1: hanging out. She's actually did a work. Right, and they're all kind of like hanging out, and what comes out of it comes out of it. Yeah, but she's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're working. Like, yeah, that. Stuff. But then
0: also because of her status as a woman and as um, someone who is not quote unquote like hot or somebody who they necessarily want to be around so much, they don't even include her or yeah. allow her yeah. to, 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 to feel like she can hang out with showed, them. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But it did it did make me a little. It felt weird Mm -hmm. that she was trying to put them
1: on par. It it, it, It was like a
0: lot of shit that was. It was was weird. weird Like, no,
1: this doesn't no. No girl. Yeah. So
0: Abigail gets their coffee. No one listens to her ideas. Um, Troy pitches a story that they actually use for the magazine. They use it as the cover piece. And Kurt, who is the head of Pastiche, actually changes up the story so it loses all of its humor and satire and makes a mockery of affirmative action instead of making a mockery of those who don't understand it. Troy confronts Kurt in the Pastiche meeting and it doesn't go well. And now all of a sudden it seems like Troy understands the white male power dynamics and he decides to talk to Abigail. So weird again.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I was like, "Who wrote this?"
0: Yeah, it was like, "Oh, wait, I get it." You're even though you're my friend, you're a white man, and you're gonna be a white man. Mm-hmm. Abigail was right. Like, she had some
1: knowledge that he hasn't been hearing from those black people <laughs> who he sees every, sees every single day. day. <laughs> but this white woman got the keys. Like, what? Who wrote this? It was
0: weird. Who wrote this? It was weird, and then it just reminded me. I don't know. I'll say this later, but I don't really get why and how I need to see this alliance being formed. Or, I don't know. We'll revisit it. But they stage a coup. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> um, Troy decides to stage a coup at Pastiche and gets everybody on board because he feels like Kurt... Y'all must
1: have for- <laughs> forgotten.
0: <laughs> so oh, Kurt runs the magazine like uh, a dictatorship and it. he ends up Troy ended up falling in the racist uh, crosshairs of that shit. So yeah. he didn't like that. Mm. Um, so the coup looks like it's going well. And then Kurt starts pulling his connections. From everyone, he's like, "Oh well, now if you want to behave this way, now you can't come with me to the SNL party. You can't come with me to the O'Brien dinner or whatever the fuck." And so the rest of the team kind of buckles to that and decide to stay on Kurt's side. And Troy, Kurt tells Troy to leave, and so now he's kicked off the magazine. And then White Abigail gets up and she's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm out of here too." Um, so she leaves. She tells him off. She's like, "I spit in your coffee." She leaves, and then they go away. Into the sunset. Into the sunset, right? (laughs) Um, Abigail is all excited that she told them off, and now it's going to go on. Now she has confidence. Now she has confidence. Troy is is kind of feeling upset, but I guess again, understanding the dynamics of fucking white male privilege or whatever the fuck
1: that his black friends have been telling him yeah this all this time but she's able to
0: break through i don't know Yeah. yeah um troy starts having this kind of pity party over the magazine and abigail on a whole nother day abigail comes to him and encourages him to start his own satire magazine again this team fucking bothers the fuck out of me.
1: Understand why this is happening. Yeah,
0: so we say this on the podcast all the time, but um women are, are women are white and black men. people are men, yeah. right? So the way that society sees black people and the way that society sees women, when people talk about women, they are often not talking about black women. We haven't been we have been invited to events and we know mad other Women of color who went for whatever reason, yeah. right? Maybe mm-hmm. to have a seat at the table. I don't fucking know. But we have been invited to whole ass events where in the fucking description it says women,
1: women and, and women, women of, of color. color.
0: Like, nigga, you're doing this whole thing allegedly for diversity. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. A woman like there was a, there was another way to say that this is an inclusive space, but you just kind of outlined what the problem is anyway, yeah. Is that you don't think that I am a woman because women are white and black people woman. are men. Yep. And notoriously, that's who people are thinking about when they think of these groups. They don't consider the intersections of like black women like we also exist we exist, and yeah. because of that erasure, we experience a very specific type of dismissal and hatred. Yep. So these two are forming this alliance, alliance and it's, when we already we already know that people see them as having a connection. People acknowledge white women because they're women. Yeah, because at the very least,
1: that's why they were and pastiche. Like that's why they were even right, in the room right. because you're a woman. Woman mm-hmm. is white. That box, is and shut. you're black. Black is checked. Black man is is right. what that is. Right. That's why yeah. and you're your black in the women room.
0: rarely fit into that no equation because we, we don't fit into that. Right. There you only when we do it
1: for each, ourselves. For each other, right? right. Yeah.
0: So it was just weird to watch this thing. At like like as if we needed a lesson in the ways in which we can unite we know that black and black men and white women are uniting all the time
1: yes who wrote this yeah
0: that was fucking that was was weird it was repeatedly fucking strange so anyway troy and abigail decide to start their own satire magazine they meet with james so we haven't talked about james character but he tickles the fuck out of me yeah james is the black republican on campus um, his lineup, I wonder if his lineup is like intentionally not a lineup or if that's how cuts. he looks. Yeah. He looks like he just goes to supercuts super and they cuts. just, you know, cut it all off or yeah. he gets,
1: he was in. He they don't play in, Rick Ross as his barbershop. They don't. With what? Rick Ross. Like, oh, no. They don't, nah, play, they don't play with that.
0: He looked like he was at, he was in Troy's room. You know, Troy cuts hair. Yeah. He was in Troy's room trying to get a haircut. I don't know what he does in there, but Anyway. So they make fun of his... I like that that people are routinely making fun of him. They use the butt of all the jokes. Because I really do feel like if you are a black Republican that you are like the enemy... I don't, it's very hard for me to see whatever the fuck both sides are, whatever the fuck perspective exists. I don't even
1: see humanity. <laughs>
0: right. Like, there's, there, you don't give a shit about whether I live or die. Like, you don't care about my life. You only you don't care, care about yourself. You only care about yourself, and that shit is anti black. It. Yeah. It's anti black. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy that they make him like the butt of all of these like jokes, and he wants to be included still, like, so bad, which is really interesting so anyway so he goes troy goes meets with james to try and get funding for their new satire magazine which is called Fry, fried chicanery which uh how do you feel about that did you care no not me neither i thought it was funny james says no i would eat that <laughs> fried chicanery i
1: saw a fried chicanery on a menu i'll be like oh what's that and then they'll tell me some kind of like fried chicken skin thing and i'm like yeah i have that <laughs> <laughs> okay um can i get two okay Brothers? so james says no
0: but then troy calls him brother and gives him a fist bump and james wanted that shit so bad yo <laughs> so, bad. so he's like no one's ever called me oh, that before oh yo, brother oh no, not God. even brother brother yeah
1: call no, me brother no one's ever
0: called me that before So I thought that was both cute and funny. And like this James's face, he's the perfect guy to play this. He's also like a really good actor, whoever he is. I I enjoy his character. Mm -hmm. So now that Troy has this satire magazine, he's able to use his magazine to kind of talk about what is happening on campus. Mm -hmm. So instead of going head on, they were having trouble kind of going head on and exposing Moses's possible sexual assault. Yeah. And so they decide to use a satire magazine to, to do, do this. He does this and then the dean who is Troy's father tells him about the order. And that he has probably upset the order, order because we find out that the order is on Moses' side. And Moses is a part of that fraction of the yeah, order that's, that's like gone that's wayward. Bombing, or like, Yeah,
1: the the black mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you hear me? You say the black <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of you.
0: I'm so sick of you. Part of it is that it sounds like Toonami or it sounds like anime. So it's just yeah, not I don't know. But
1: in my head, I'm telling you, it sounds like something different. sounds different, different every yes, time. Oh, and then that God. shit comes out. It's all right funny. all right let's get to gabe's wait i have one ass. more thing to say about Troy. yes this is superficial okay because he doesn't have any like romantic or sexual relationships i don't get to see enough of him with his shirt off this season I agree, and Did i didn't like at all? that no i didn't like that i liked seeing mm. him with his shirt off i liked we uh, saw him like his whole butt last time yes right? i yeah. didn't get to see none of that yeah like without that you know, it just took a lot out for me. So right. I wanted to see more of Troy's butt and mm. his body. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. It's
0: Maybe one. we got less Troy because we got more Gabe. <laughs> 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 so Gabe is the white character. Gabe is actually Sam's white boyfriend, which is interesting. So this is my take on Gabe. And I have oh to God. say this immediately. Yo, Gabe, Gabe is not hot enough for us to have to look at his white face and follow his white storyline every fucking week. <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't even care about his hotness. There are other people that I would rather get to learn than yeah. you. This is a show about like black people mm-hmm. at a PWY. Why do I have to get to know this white man? I can't yeah. even get to know Joel, but I gotta get to know this white man. And uh, right. no, I don't want to do it. I don't mm. know Rashid. I don't know Joel. I don't really know Brooke like that. I don't know Kelsey like that, but I gotta know this motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Ugh. We spent a lot of time on Gabe.
1: I don't need it. I don't want it. Stop doing it.
0: I co-signed that. Also as a whole it was what was it two sex scenes? I don't know. I don't And need I didn't get see. to see Troy. Yeah, I didn't need that. There's one sex scene I definitely did not need with Gabe. But if you're going to if you're going to shove all this whiteness down my throat, like this is why you got to make it hot, because I know people have a hard time avoiding white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, which is why they spent so much time on his character, because they didn't probably didn't realize that they were doing it and that nobody wants this. Or maybe they felt <laughs> they had to do it. No. Well, I don't fucking know. I don't
1: need this character to develop at Make him hot, all. yo. Can you make
0: him fucking hot? I don't need him develop. Can you make him hot if I have to look at his face all the time? make him hot can you make him he's in this show that's like secondary black yeah why don't like if he's gonna be here can he be hot oh we're never gonna get any sponsors anyway (laughs) so gabe's family had he had tax trouble so gabe who was rich is now broke he kept his money a secret from sam which is a symptom of white fucking privilege yeah i think even though sam seems to be able to afford fancy shoes and outfits
1: well, all of them do. I yeah, don't understand. Right. There's right. no you're property right. Right. at this campus. Yeah, but if I'm dating you and you seek no one, have even money. says work study. Like what? What right. is this place? <laughs> 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 what is this place? They might not have work study, yo. Uh, does that exist anymore? I don't know. We haven't been in college for a long time. Uh, well, we, we we just graduated no. two years ago. <laughs> yes, that's actually, right.
0: I'm a newbie. I'm fresh out, <laughs> wet behind the ears. Anyway. I don't know what's going on, but if we're together, if you can't trust me to tell me that That's you got money, thing. like That's, I don't know,
1: I didn't, I didn't get that. I feel like there were things that he to me he did that was like again white and violent, yeah. and she was like. <laughs> <laughs> He was in me. <laughs> Why? Though? White violent shit, and yeah. you're just like <laughs> this. It's like white supremacy, like right there in your face, doing white yeah. violent shit, and you're just like, oh, that's my boo. Like, <laughs> I like it when you're violent right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's, that was good, friend. That was good. Don't encourage me It wasn't good It
0: It it wasn't But how do
1: you like Have that happening to you Right there And within Like your relationship Like this person Kept this from you
0: yeah i don't know it's weird so he's a ta he now because he his family lost gave his poor so sad so now he's a ta he also works at the coffee shop he's also bartending he's interested now in the ta wage fight um tas are not making enough wages so he's interested in that shit because he needs it now he needs that money he meets his um overtly evil white friend ironically named milo uh Um, another yeah. yeah Um, yeah, so he meets him for advice, uh, and he says his his overtly evil white friend because um, Gabe is also evil, but I this guy know. is overtly evil. I I, I just want to make it clear, like they put this guy here to be the overtly evil white it's man. Like but both you're evil. not low. You're not. And Gabe is an evil white <laughs> man. Okay, there's no <laughs> secret here. We're not fooled. He's not hot enough to trick. Us. No, he's not hot enough to trick us. I don't know any hot good. enough to trick me. You know who might trick me into thinking he's a good white man? But probably not because i seen him in person and he looks really white in person. Uh, um, who's the white man who plays the wolf who's married to Sofia Vergara? Her husband. The big dude that was in Magic Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He might trick me into thinking he's not an evil white man because he's so tall and big and like, you know.
1: Because he looked like he won't use another black man for labor because he's big like that? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. You just you just like got all the stuff I right need. He won't see a black man and say, "Ooh, stock."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, moving on. Somebody said that to my brother before. We almost thought had to fight them. Oh my god! He's a police officer. Oh, <sighs> and you see my brother? So like, I have. A, all
0: right, just swallow the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I just swallowed a comment. What was going to say? Show <laughs> Yo, your brother, your brother. Wild probably. <laughs> Bad all, though. <laughs> brother got that body though <laughs> all right. oh my god oh, oh that was funny okay moving on from this as i tried to before also that's a violent story i'm sorry that happened to your hot brother yeah i know, I know. oh man okay so yeah so he meets with his overtly evil white friend who's ironically named milo for advice and um violent overtly white 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 and violent friend says that this is the the age of the white man is over it's over over. and he suggests extinct yeah he suggests that gabe claim his native american roots um to clarify gabe took one of those dna tests which i'm not a fan of because shit like this pops off and we know especially as displaced Um, diasporic people. Yeah, we know that your actual like DNA often has very little to do with your identity, like your like DNA heritage wise. Like, we know that you could no
1: one's walking around seeing your genetic code.
0: (laughs) That's not how the world works. Exactly, you are not. It don't matter that you're three percent Native American. Yeah, no one's like oh anybody. anybody, It means nothing. Okay, those DNA tests I feel like are meant to make white people feel like somebody. But anyway, um, and it makes me uncomfortable sometimes as black people. I know that a lot of us are in a different different places with our identity as displaced people. Like yeah. some people, like I feel very comfortable in, in who I am. I'm a black girl from the Bronx. I'm yeah. a diasporic black yeah. girl from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I am cool with the identities I'm familiar with. I'm cool with the identities I'm not familiar yeah. with. And maybe one day I'll take that out of curiosity, out of shits and giggles, perhaps. But, like, it's not something I need. Like, I know people who are like, yeah, I want to know who I
1: am. I'm just scared of the government. And then it's that. You <laughs> know, they already got you. They, my D, well. well they don't. They well. might have my DNA. I drank a soda. <laughs> Somebody oh took goodness. it out of the thing. Like, it's just, like, I'm just saying. They don't got my DNA for my hair, though. Because, oh, but, Okay. It changes every month. It's not even. <laughs> they don't got that. They don't got that. Though. So
0: anyway, this overtly <laughs> evil white man suggests that the standard evil white man claim Native <laughs> American on this grant application that he's trying to do so that he can get his movie made. He's also uh, filmed, like, getting his master's in Everybody film got Indian the in their family.
1: Everybody. Like, Everybody. it only makes like, sense. And I'm saying Indian because, like, that's just the euthanism. Right, and right, right, but, like, right, right, right,
0: right. It only makes sense. And even though we know statistically, like, not as many black American folks have indigenous blood as claim, like, there's still history there. There's yes. a reason why we're all saying yes. that. And it's not just because white Because there's supremacy. actually
1: a relationship and an experience yes. and all of that shit yes. that actually exactly. happened that doesn't have anything to do with the Thank DNA, you. but
0: Thank you. it exists. There are whole entire... Black American people, there were Black American slaves that lived on the reservation and had a reservation experience, mm-hmm. whether or not they were indigenous so, blood or not. Yeah. So there are people who claim indigeneity. Because of that experience Experience Yes And there are people Who claim it just because But One of Yeah But I, I think hair. Exactly <laughs> quote unquote. But I think that There's this thing Where people are saying Oh well black people Be saying they're Native American And they're not There's like a reason for that That's more than just Oh we're pretending No there mm-hmm. were whole ass Like like black people Living on reservations For a number yeah, of different and that, reasons And that also
1: afforded A lot um, Of black folks freedom Right If you identified As an indigenous person Like mm-hmm. there's like there's, there's bound yeah. to reason and, when it and, comes and to and this. And part of me, like,
0: wishes that we would talk more about that shit. My uncle did his, um, DNA test and, uh, no Native American ancestry came up. But in terms of our, like, what's on the, from that side of the family for me, what's on the books, like, we have pictures of, like grandmas and shit in Native American In indigenous attire And yeah. it wasn't play play You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying So if these pictures of this person who is grandma Is not by blood indigenous There's still evidence here of an indigenous experience yeah. And that shit I wish people talked about like more You know what I'm saying yes, they don't. But they don't right? us. <sighs> And our friends
1: and our friends, <laughs> and our friends. Okay Um All right, so. He tells him to. Right. Be native. Yes. So. I think he was trying to get a grant for yeah yeah right. i was gonna say that yeah. He's trying
0: to get the grant for the film. He also while this is going on is leaning in to um, this TA wage fight that we talked about, yeah. and he's starting he's starting to now help with the organizing and strategy of that shit. Then of course he gets the fucking grant, and he's at the award ceremony. He gets the grant to help like make his film. The funding is like twenty thousand dollars at the award ceremony, and the officiant the officiant announces that all of the winners this year are, are people, people of, of color. color so his girlfriend sam is sitting there and everyone is looking at him because he's the only white dude but it it goes on it happens he gets his money and they leave and i sam doesn't get angry about it she makes a few jokes Jokes. and they giggle she's like i love you i know you were dealing with a lot and they move on i understand that maybe they didn't want to go full angry sam on this and kind of that there's nuances i guess to Sorry. Mm-hmm. there's nuances to dating a uh, evil white boyfriend i guess that's like a thing and they wanted to explore some of that but to me this was way too nice
1: it was way too nice especially like i've never been in a relationship with a white man mm-hmm. um but there are black men are, are problematic too and yeah. i can't see me just being like oh, okay I mean, uh, you I know like it. Yeah. No. no. Like, you just said something wild, well, transphobic, and baby, this is why you can't. You know, like exactly. I, can't, I can't.
0: Exactly. I don't understand
1: life. that. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: I had angry. two conversations in one night with my partner <laughs> about homophobia and transphobia, and it was no home. It was no. There were no gay folks or trans folks in my home, and we weren't even talking. We were talking about us, and it was just the language. Yes, I was like, no, yo, yeah. your Same. language is something homophobic about this language. I feel like you are using.
1: Yeah, I dress. i like same in the house. We we're just talking. I address something, and then I'm kind of just staring at him like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I have to make sure this. does, You know, like knowing now, like, okay, I have to do work. Mm-hmm. Like none. Of, like, how mm-hmm. do you just like yeah. to the point where he's like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" And I'm like, "Cause I gotta do work." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know. I just can't understand yeah. what she's doing.
0: Yeah. Here. That whole thing made me uncomfortable. Like, maybe not, like, okay. So maybe you don't respond with anger, but like, you're going to talk about it. Yeah, because
1: I wasn't like, nah, 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 even. Right. I was just like, okay. You're not going to talk
0: deal. about it? Just, are you, this, this how you, complacent is. You've been we going are? through a lot of stress because you're what? poor. Absolutely not.
1: Nah. Your new porness.
0: Yeah, so that was weird. Again, I know Sam is supposed to be a little unlikable, but this was like, this was too much.
1: This it's annoying cuz I feel like she would tell me not to go to Afro <laughs> I'm
0: not laughing at that. You're not about to catch me out here laughing at that, okay? No, I'm not mean, She would girl. though. She would. Right. Okay, I'm, she actually would now cuz now I'm thinking about all the thinking, indignance, yeah, all the indignance that she, she had towards like, Jerry Skyler's character in the rest. movies that he chooses to make and shit like that. Your whole entire white boyfriend lied about being Native American. And you're just like, you just you've been cool through a lot of stress? Yeah. Come on. That was an inside joke um, for regular listeners. You'll know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So then Gabe now gets the money and now he's feeling bad about it because he's a white man, I guess. And we have to learn so much about his feelings and his tears and all stuff. I don't need to I don't need look at your stuff. white guilt,
1: none of that shit.
0: Yeah. So he's talking now to the um overtly evil white guy about it. They're back in the coffee shop. And this is a funny moment. The overtly evil white guy says to him... um after they're talking for a while he's like dude is everything about you i feel like one of those secondary characters in a series where i'm just here to advance the less interesting character story or whatever which is what they do to black characters yeah. and maybe they're doing to jo- Joel in this series a little bit um but what they often do to black characters on tv mm-hmm. so gabe is like oh no i'm sorry go ahead and evil white guy is like, so I finally had the biopsy. And then they cut from him and go to the <laughs> next the scene. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I like that they do like little mm. shit like that. Um, but it didn't excuse the fact that we had to spend all this time with Gabe. So
1: much time.
0: Yeah. So Gabe tries to give the money back. He won't take, they won't take it back. Um, then he goes to Sam and asks her to yell at him because he's white and he wants someone else to labor for him to make him feel good for being evil. That's weird.
1: No, that's
0: white. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's white. That's white. I, I don't like all this whiteness that we have to ingest yeah. and then process on our own. I Especially want to on be the more... season
1: where we don't have to see them interact with
0: right. white supremacy yeah. and whiteness in this way. In that way. Then yeah. Here he comes. So then he takes the money that he won and puts it in the TA strike fund um, because the TAs that he was organizing with, they were going to go on strike. He puts it in that fund. And my main thing with Gabe is that he's mad white. So, why? yeah. So, I'm glad he finally gave the money to the TA fund, but it doesn't make me feel better about any of this. <sighs>
1: Annoying. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, Reggie, as we said earlier, is dating Joelle. He is also right now being. Um, mentored by professor moses mm-hmm. right so he's eager and supportive of joelle and i think what we learn learned about reggie is that he's either naturally obsessive as a person or he uses his obsessions as a distraction from trauma he's experienced
1: Yeah, that's what i think yeah in the first we could, okay I mean, you know this triggers me so i'm like nah, nah, nah.
0: yeah okay in the first season a security guard on campus pulled a gun on him mm-hmm. so he's kind of been dealing with that trauma from since then um reggie is depressed so the night after joelle makes it official on facebook and he's begging her he's like it's gonna be fine da, 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 da. we show him we see him being depressed he's yes. staying in his room he's playing video games before he was chasing around Joel all over the place as and as now he got what he wanted the chase is over the obsession is over and now he's just depressed he's not um, being present mm-hmm, dealing with the, that trauma uh he meets moses like we said before, who takes that interest in him. And Moses also experienced um, police brutality Mm -hmm. on campus. So they connect on that level. And Moses asked him, yo, have you ever felt depressed? And that's how I felt when this thing happened to me. And I realized that I was actually heartbroken. Mm -hmm. So I like that he's connecting with Reggie on this level. But I also like the discussion of white aggression as heartbreaking as potentially heartbreaking yes right mm-hmm. so even for people like and us, something the morning yes something to like
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. the too. fact
0: that like oh my life is not like my own my yes. life is not this thing that like we're, we're not living in a meritocracy I am being treated a certain way on a daily and yeah. this is something that every single day I have to overcome and yeah. I have to deal with
1: mm-hmm. that that I'm always is, pushing against something, like yes. no matter what. I, even in the moments where I think I'm free as hell, yes. then I'm, I'm, gonna be that reminded is heartbreaking. That,
0: something, that but, uh, is heartbreaking. And sometimes it's like something small as being mistreated at a fucking coffee shop or something huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that is uh, upsetting. I want to
1: add to that, like when you talk about them connecting in mm-hmm. that way. So I did like, t- I did like seeing like these straight black men kind of connect with like a, um, Connect with emotion mm. in that way. I don't really get to see that on screen a lot, and not in like toxic ways. Where it's like usually the reaction is, "All right, we gotta like shoot him up or bust," you know, like like mm-hmm. a way to like an anger fight back. But it was just like no, like kind of like. It was okay to be depressed or like, yeah. we can, we can, it's okay for us, I guess, to redrawn and kind of like come back and mm-hmm. step away to like figure this shit out. Right. Um, so I like that. It wasn't like a toxic kind of reaction mm-hmm. to the things yeah. that happened to them. And
0: part of Moses' plan with the app was to have like a safe space for yeah. healing mm-hmm. and dealing with trauma like yeah, in that way. Exactly. So that was, that was pretty cool. So Reggie, of course, now gets obsessed with this app. That Moses has been working on. Um, he's super smart, and so he, of course, finds bugs in the app. He fixes, he fixes them. them. Yep. He presents them to Moses, who suggests he present them to uh, Moses's team of grad students who is working on the app. Moses, of course, is the supportive mentor, dad, big brother figure that everybody yeah. wants. So mm-hmm. he's wild supportive of Reggie. Of Reggie, yes. He then invites Reggie to lead the team once Reggie proves that, like, he knows what's going on. So we see Reggie throughout this season connecting with Moses and getting deeper invested in like believing in him as a person, yeah. and seeing himself in him and like he was super depressed and is coming out of depression because he sees this hope especially with mm-hmm. someone who is in his career field and has experienced the same oppression Fension and trauma that he's experienced. Yeah. Yep. Um so Reggie hears so this thing has come out about Muffy, about Muffy having been assaulted by Moses, and he hears Brooke, who is the was one of the writers on the paper, the black girl who's a writer on the paper, mm-hmm. hears her asking Coco about Muffy and that experience, and so he overhears this. They're in the dorm and reggie affirms he's like no obviously this is not true like he doesn't want to hear it he's upset that Mm -hmm. they're talking about it he thinks they're trying to frame NBC. (laughs) yeah he wouldn't be caught dead with no white woman Mm -hmm. all that like wild stuff so he's like obviously it's not true apps
1: Mm -hmm. people who make apps don't do that they don't commit violent crimes he
0: says obviously it's not true Joel then asks, how is that obvious and i think that I mean, these are supposed to be like young college kids, but I also think that people think that nice men or men they know, their friends, their family can't be sexual abusers because they know them and they like them. Like that's as simple as that. I know him.
1: He's nice. And that is the only way that person exists. Right. It's like that.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: They can't can't do that.
0: Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um,
1: He's a nice guy.
0: People get raped every day and it's niggas that you know that's doing it. Yeah. That's it. Period. Yep. You know, you know them. You're related to them. Yeah, you all of these them. rapes are not
1: done by four people. No,
0: they're people who you love are out here raping people. Yeah. so get that shit through your mm-hmm. head. Um, he also kind of starts to slut shame Muffy a little bit, yeah. talking about who she's been with and how she slept with Troy and like all this other stuff. He asks Moses what happened. Moses says he started having office hours at his house. That's obvious. Like, who would do that?
1: A person who hang out with kids. That's why it didn't yeah. even look abnormal to see these people
0: yeah. coming and
1: going from his house. Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: So he says that Muffy tried to kiss him and she he shut it down, but that also the timing is weird. I'm trying to start this app, and the timing of this coming out with me trying to do this but app is weird. It's a concern. That's why I'm saying those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But here's the other piece of this, right? Yeah. First of all, timing is always weird, and there will never be something not going on, yo. Anytime something happens, you could always be like, "Wow, what a coincidence that this happened the, the same day that I was talking about." Da da da. Whatever the fuck it is, something is. If you are a standing person, <laughs> if you stand up, like well, if you get up, if you wake, let me fix yeah, that and did. not be ableist. Yeah.
1: If you, I'm about to say
0: girl. Right. No. If you wake up in the morning and like you. Exist mm-hmm. Okay
1: Some shit is always Going on with you Because Things happen Simultaneously yes. All the time We are right here Recording this yes. podcast And something is happening Not even In the next apartment. Yes
0: We not are Not even far from We're us. also forward moving people Right So like if some scandal comes out with any any of us at any given time, it's going to be like, yo, we were just about to move. We were taking the podcast to the next level. So-and-so was about to get a new job. This one was just in between jobs. She was about, about to start this? doing it. It's always some shit that you was about to do and about to start. So that whole conversation about like, wow, what a coincidence. They would they would try and they, put him down
1: they, they just would. as this, at this very yeah. moment. That doesn't
0: mean that like stuff doesn't happen and there aren't actual like underground conspiracies taking place. We but, know.
1: The black exists.
0: Oh, my God. But timing, though. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I want people to be more thoughtful with that shit. Okay, so Reggie makes it about Muffy being a white woman and about her politics instead of the fact that you can't have a fucking sex abuser on the streets you know so he yeah. kind of gets into this whole debate with joelle like well you know she's a white feminist anyway so why you even? why you why you yeah like white feminists are horrible we don't want them raped
1: you know what i'm saying yeah we yeah cause like if you don't care about her being raped. Damn, you're damn sure not going to care about my black ass. You anyway. absolutely
0: do not. So like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, so that that was, that's not, that's not the wave, guys. <laughs> no, that's that's not the wave.
1: Rape the whiteies. Like, that's not that's how it not goes. That's not the answer
0: to this. That's not how you solve, not the answer. Not how you solve that. So, Troy's uh, satirical magazine, Fried Chicanery, releases the article on the Moses... Muffy conspiracy. Yeah, um they leave Muffy's name out of it, but they do. It, it does say cancel Moses, and it's yeah. a whole mm-hmm. thing. Reggie then confronts Moses again, and Moses. This is after talking to uh, a lot of different people, people about this, and kind of yeah, and like
1: no, no, right,
0: right, right, and other people's theories, feeling like she was silenced and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he confronts Moses again, and then Moses says, uh, "Well, maybe I forgot." or maybe I didn't remember everything but uh, what we did was consensual so he's of course Reggie is pissed because he's like you you changed your story you said nothing happened um, so it's clear he's a liar and
1: I worshipped you
0: Reggie he, does he, say he, that yeah because he's Moses so you yeah. yeah that is what people <laughs> would say to Bill Cosby
1: I'm saying if, if they
0: I'm allowed saying. themselves to believe that without he you a I
1: couldn't have been a man yeah <laughs> it's like what
0: that's how people feel <laughs> yo happening? that is how people feel what is happening
1: here i
0: did love that show um <laughs> i do like that reggie came around he does like ask Muffy if she's okay he apologizes yeah. to different people that he was defending moses for
1: um you know oh, uh, you know what annoys me about reggie wait is your thought? Still about mafia stuff? I'm not going to Joel. I don't want to like.
0: No, my thought, yeah, kind of. I, I just, Moses and Reggie have this conversation. And Moses is like, you know, they're trying to bring the black man down, and like all of this stuff, and makes it about all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. which is true. Yeah, they are trying to bring the black man down, but also like you need to be brought down. Like, you're a rapist. You're a fucking (laughs) rapist. Yeah, and and that is not, unfortunately, that's not an uncommon dialogue. And
1: taking down white supremacy does not mean allow black men (laughs) to to rape Rape (laughs) and pillage. That's (laughs) That's, <laughs> That's not, not how you so white is not how much. When of black this works, men are allowed to rape freely, then, then we are be free. free. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how this works.
0: What was you gonna say?
1: I was gonna say that it annoys me how much investigation he did for this um sexual abuser? Yeah. Not like investigate but just like asking uh um, Moses so many questions to get to the yeah. bottom of it and then you like just totally ignoring your partner. Like <laughs> For the entire season. For <laughs> the entire season. You spent all this energy, and like... You have ignored your partner for
0: nine episodes. You was down with her the first, and then the last nine episodes, you've been neglecting like, her. Like, but you had time it? to go full Blue's Clues yeah,
1: for on this, yeah, for this person, just yeah, That's what, Yeah, I was just like, oh, annoyance. So mm-hmm. I didn't like that. I mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure that mm. I said that. All right, so let's take
0: a break. And then when we come back, we will get into all the rest of the characters
1: money 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 money, <laughs> <laughs> money! <laughs> do you know what this year is what every year is all about
0: yeah but like
1: giving black women year. your money
0: yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so, so
1: how do they give black women
0: their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes do. we do this dope ass Is race nerd podcast every 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 week,
1: week. 10 and, times twice um, a week
0: Yeah yo <laughs> And we
1: could use Your loving Motherfucking donations um, We definitely can Absolutely So how can you do that You can go to our website Yo com. Hit that donate tab mm-hmm. And we have two options there so Two can, Two You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate
0: via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Every
1: Everything. And if you love us
0: so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the, the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money money we will take that shit we will love that shit we will appreciate that we shit will use that shit that's right so once again tea with queen and j.com hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of
1: choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes
0: and we're black all the time let's get to lionel
1: Oh,
0: Lionel. Lionel! Lionel is the adorable gay character. He's not adorable because he's gay. He's adorable because he's adorable. He is adorable. Um, he, His we, awkwardness makes him so cute. So fucking cute. He is, he opens the scene. He is getting an HIV test because he had unprotected sex over, I think, the summer in Houston.
1: Yeah, I needed him to stay. Yeah, he
0: keeps calling Houston Houston. Is fucking adorable.
1: <laughs> he had a hot girl summer.
0: <laughs> he had a hot girl summer in Houston. That's right. So Deontay is the guy who is in charge of the truck. The medical truck, yeah. the health truck, mm-hmm. where Lionel's getting his HIV test. So Deontay is a TA or grad student. He is kind and reassuring during the testing. So I thought that that was nice. Yeah, me too. Um, Lionel tests negative, but then after that, there's no real dialogue about safe sex. Like he admits that he had unpretty used the condom.
1: There was once no counseling. The Usually,
0: <laughs> there's some level there's some of counseling. counseling.
1: Like after, where they're like, okay, so in order to stay. Negative, Negative. You have to. have this, protect the sex every it's time. Da, 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 da. It's like, it's not.
0: There was nothing.
1: No. He's like, well, you good. You good.
0: Yeah. So That's that was party. right. <laughs> <laughs> that was. It would have been. It would have been nice. Like being that. Like this is very real stuff that we deal with. Like Just, some reminder yeah, of like you know.
1: You know. Maybe use condom all the time, especially in college.
0: Yes. Yeah. So I would have liked a little bit of that, but. Maybe they didn't want to turn it into an after-school special, but I don't know. So, like I said, I'm still obsessed with Lionel. The little inflections in his voice and how he does all the like nerdy nuances—it's just really good. Like he just does a bunch of shit that he doesn't have to do. He could totally be like an insecure, nerdy character without all the extra stuff. Yeah, that like he, puts he does on. a lot
1: of face acting, a lot of body yeah. acting, and stuff. I yeah. do enjoy that.
0: The actor's name is Daron Horton, and I want to see him in Mad of the Shit, yo. I do too. You
1: know? I. Kind of want him to stop being so awkward, though. Okay. I kind of want him. I don't know. I think I'm just waiting for the the time where he's like a little more comfortable with himself. I I hope that when we see next season,
0: yeah, I hope he'll he loosens up like next season and we see him lean into that Mm -hmm. a little bit more because that that does happen. You start off freshman year and by senior year, you are a whole different person. Yeah. And it's junior year. Right, no,
1: no, no, I know. That's what I'm no, saying. no, I'm saying Bye. like it's, 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 oh, right, it's, it's, it's approaching. A time has yeah. passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> what I, yeah, like, true. I mean, yeah, one is, so we'll see what happens. He can still be awkward, but like mm-hmm. the amount of awkwardness yeah. of him not being comfortable in his body mm-hmm. is, seems long right. to me. Right, right. So Lionel is
0: also secretly writing, um, Zane books, not yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, like a black gay romance weekly novella or some shit about his alter ego Chester,
1: but no one who sees, goes to Winchester, no one sees him printing and staple these st- Right, <laughs> <laughs> it's like on this obvious green paper. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I
0: don't see him paying to have it done. Yeah, at FedEx exactly. like, like, what is happening? Yeah, I was for real thinking about where is he getting the money to print these things, but he's doing it on campus, and someone would. Have to see him like what the heck anyway So yeah He's doing that secretly His all It's about his alter ego Which I think is super cute And whenever we hear him narrating It's in this deep voice And it's fucking hilarious yeah. He imagines himself as this That's his daddy voice His daddy, voice His daddy voice Yes He's cool He's confident And um It's uh Yeah I don't know It's everything that he wants people to see When mm-hmm. Especially when he says hosting That's who that's, <laughs>
1: Every time he does it, like he giggles at his He giggles still. Yeah He thinks think he's, he's like,
0: doing like something It's so funny Kind of like a ferment, yo. It's so cute. So um I actually want to jump to Deontay real mm-hmm. quick and then uh-huh. get back to Lionel. Oh. So Deontay, again, like we said, is the TA uh, student or grad student who is who runs the health van, but he's also a black gay character. And he connects with, with Lionel. Lionel. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you're adorable. You should come and hang out with the... You should come to the black queer house mm-hmm. on campus yep. and hang out with us. He says this house is where all the black gays hang out yeah. and lionel says oh all three of them which mm-hmm. i thought was interesting because i feel like uh there's a tendency for people who haven't yet found their community to believe that it just doesn't it's a, exist yeah, it's just them. yeah and it's people who are like new in their dis- oftentimes new in their discovery of whatever the fuck yeah. like lionel just came to campus. Well, he's a junior now, but he's still very much exploring like his gay identity and what that means yeah. and coming out of his shell or whatever and kind of just assuming that there is no no one um, else. Yeah, no one else and no black gay community and I feel like we see this so much where you'll be talking to somebody who's like, yeah, I, I because there are no black podcasters or because there are no black people doing this or doing that or whatever. The last
1: season we seen him go to lots of gay spaces. Like, so, like, and there were some of them that were black. There were some, like, he... Remember mm-hmm. he was trying to figure out what kind of, right. in quotation, gay he was? Mm-hmm. So, to me, that didn't even make sense. Because mm. we did this with you. That's why I was like, I'm like, yeah. why do they keep kind of having him, like, in this same space? Mm-hmm. where we've seen him, like... He probably didn't find his people, but we he knows there's more than three of them. He, we've seen him, like, yeah, do this. True. Like, what are y'all doing? I thought
0: about that, but then I was like, maybe... Maybe some of them didn't go to his school. I don't know. Maybe it was just a party that was happening on campus. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But I did try and justify that. It but... sounds very special black to me. Yeah. Or
1: special gay. In that case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Special black. Special gay black. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. So, I thought that was interesting. And...
1: I like Devante.
0: Deontay. Deontay. Do you like him if you forgot his name? No, I don't. Just
1: kidding. I don't remember yeah. lots of people's Deontay. names.
0: Deontay. Yeah, no, he's he. I thought he was really funny and um, I like his face. Smart, like well dressed. Yeah, he was aspirational and he ends up kind of being this big brother, but kind of uncle role model character mm-hmm. um, to. Lionel Lionel, but also that's kind of his spirit and kind of his energy he just has that personality with everyone because even when Al came to get him to sign the petition he's like dude you only have four signatures on here you've been doing this for For fucking 12 days or whatever the fuck uh or 12 signatures and four whatever it was it was was like like, a reality check like hello and he just seemed like that kind of Mm -hmm. person you know um and I find like the people who are like that kind of person they often make the best Mm -hmm. like Big brother, uncle, yeah. auntie, whatever type mm-hmm. situation. So I thought that that was cool. Deontay also, as a TA, is spearheading the fight for um, fair wages for TAs, mm-hmm. which is like a real life thing. I listened to this episode of Hella Black podcast with um, Anthony's. I don't know his government name, but he's at a n. He's at, uh, but he's at Anthony's on Twitter or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck and he is I think he's getting his doctor right now but he talked about like being an underpaid TA and how yeah. that's like a thing and how this is expected to live off of so little also off of beans off of fucking <laughs> like literal beans. beans yeah also our homegirl money of queer walk podcast is about to be a whole ass doctor. doctor and is undercompensated for her therapy work undercompensated as a TA mm-hmm. it's just like it's fucking whack Maybe. yeah it's fucking well Yeah, but yeah fucking Deontay was cool did you find him to be what do you think Makes him not like a token, like I don't know, comedic gay. Like, did you find him to be? I didn't,
1: I didn't take him that way. I think because I've been benign all the time. Right. <laughs> like, right, right so yeah i don't i just i think i'm just seeing another person who's gay Mm -hmm. and then you know maybe there's more friend presenting and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but like no i didn't see it that way because the contrast has been happening right throughout the show right that i don't see that in that Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. yeah
0: so yeah so back to lionel so like we said deontay has invited him to hang out and lionel doesn't go initially he gets invited again he finally goes and they are watching a queer eye parody like a parody of Queer Eye, which yeah. I thought was funny because I thought it was funny too. yeah, that that was the other parody that I remember. Oh yeah, there of we like, go. The that one was actually show. I enjoyed that one. I was I yeah. did that one more. Yeah, that was a good one. They do this parody of Queer Eye, and they are at this um, racist white guy's house. A
1: white supremacist.
0: They at a white supremacist house, and he's got his Klan robes and shit okay. in the closet okay. or whatever. It to me, it was such a good parody because I watch Queer Eye, and you, we go to these places where you know these motherfuckers <laughs> voted for Trump. Yeah, it was a few times where like they almost said it like it was implied heavily mm-hmm. um but yeah they go they make over their house or whatever and then they put a big like American flag in on the center the, of the, the room wall, on the wall like, and I'm like oh, we do we, got, do we have s- to keep doing sense. this why yeah. do you have a big
1: flagpole in your living room yeah
0: like, <laughs> do we is that does that have to be a part of the decor or you just know these people are Trump lovers so you put the fucking American flag in the center like that's yeah. a decorative piece because the flag represents race I um <laughs> <laughs> anyway so i enjoyed that parody that was cool mm-hmm. all right so we know that lionel used to write for the new independent and then he became its editor he's actually no longer interested in working with that paper yeah. at all yeah he's heavily invested in writing chester writing his writing fiction writing yeah writing fiction and he's good at it and people love it Everyone is reading it on campus yep. secretly and everyone is talking about it when and trying no to figure out who put he is. No one sees him put them together. No one sees him <laughs> That's put so them together. To me. You're right. Deontay and his friends, they're in he's in the coffee shop one day and Deontay and his friends come from a ball that they didn't invite Lionel to because they feel like he's still a gay baby and, and figuring shit out. Mm-hmm. And so when he's like, No, I can hang, they then invite him to a fucking sex party.
1: Yeah, I was like, What? Yeah. That that
0: escalated quickly.
1: That escalated quickie quick quickie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. quickie mm-hmm. <laughs> they were at a sex party yeah. that escalated quickly and then it was just like i don't know i think i'm kind of over the whole like gay men sex i don't know sex craze i don't know it was just like this is played i don't know mm-hmm. i was just over like this is, i'm not even this is, i'm not even excited this is just like expected i don't it was just like yeah you're gay okay so this is i don't know it was just like i ain't like it mm-hmm. i could have done without that
0: mm-hmm okay I'm processing, I was trying to think of Mm -hmm. what I felt about it, but I did think a little bit like, really? But I I remember being on campus and hearing about shit like that. Mm -hmm. Would it be all like in this one guy, you know? Also, he seemed to be, when you said that they, like how he explored all the different types of gays last season, he seemed to be in a category that was not, that was like untapped. Like, yeah, he was a black gay, but he's a different type of gay dude than the group that they showed in last season he's a different type of gay dude than michael he's a different type of gay dude than some of the dudes that he met at that party the first time they're like the normal party not the sex party so i don't know i was like maybe this is and a it sex party match, that he's like dude. he
1: works in like kind of like sex education but doesn't really count to you and then it's like now nah, let's be at the sex party i don't know this doesn't mm. make sense to me but i could be overthinking it well he was happy
0: to see his condoms at the sex party he said that and that's when Lionel was like you so happy at that van." <laughs> proud of him so i don't know lionel ends up at the fucking sex party and he meets michael being awkward at the sex party now with no clothes he runs into michael who he has kind of been falling for but michael is hiv positive Mm -hmm. and so that presents some challenges for lionel he just doesn't know how to proceed michael was at the sex party like over it (laughs) Like, Michael was definitely over. He said he keeps going for conversations. <laughs> That's like over it. What? Okay. <laughs> so they connect over that and kind of wanting to meet somebody. Um, This is after Lionel has an outburst. Like, doesn't anybody want a boyfriend?
1: That was fucking weird. Yeah, that too. Like, Lionel. Like, there's a comes, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I could just be like talking out my ass right now. Mm-hmm. But like, I just need him to be a little more comfortable with himself. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah like a little less awkward
1: like yeah like no we all fucking and we're in leather like what yeah. you think this what mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know what my boyfriend could be here like you know this is like uh, i don't true. know
0: whatever that's true that's true that's true so he's he's him and michael start dating there's this whole hesitation to really take it to whatever the next level is because of michael's status is, yeah they have they finally have the hiv convo um, where Lionel asks some questions, Michael answers. We finally get
1: a sex um finally learn something <laughs> about <laughs> on a sex education level.
0: Yes, we learned some things. Uh and then they kiss, and like we said, Lionel is cute as fuck. Yes, though. So this whole time, Brooke, who is the nerdy but sex positive black girl who worked at the newspaper with Lionel um so she is basically chasing Lionel to get her pre- her pieces approved for the paper that he doesn't want to do anymore because he's writing Chester mm-hmm. um she also ends up he she's the one who overheard Muffy talking to Coco about Moses sexually assaulting her so she is now chasing that story she connects with Casey yeah who is the uh Trini lesbian yes. we know she's Trini because I had Ooh. to come up last season
1: and who um, really wants to find her dog? <laughs> a poor dog. <laughs> a poor her
0: dog. dog who's gone forever. So she connects with Casey as a friend. Excuse me, Kelsey. She connects with Kelsey as a friend, but then she also decides that she wants to sleep with Kelsey. Um, Kelsey, even though Kelsey makes it clear that she doesn't want to date a straight but curious girl. But yeah. And Brooke is like, no, 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 there's a connection. Let's explore it. Um, Kelsey is kind of playing her dust, but then she holds like a queer sister circle or Kiki to talk about whether or not to date Brooke. I liked that we saw. Uh, the queer characters, like, getting together, together. Hang out, yeah. and hanging out. And that was an example of community outside of these, like... Sex parties? Sex parties. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, yeah. we're just hanging, hanging out, out in the room together because we're all queer and yeah. we're, like, we, we relate to one another. Yeah. Um So th- that was cool. Brooke, Brooke and Kelsey end up hooking up. And Brooke, of course, afterwards has buyer's remorse and realizes that, now she's not with... She realizes that she does not want to be gay with Kelsey or anyone else.
1: And... You think so? Uh,
0: What did you get from that?
1: I got from it that she doesn't want to, like... Because before we... Before she hooks up with Brooke, mm-hmm. she's, like, kind of having, like, meaningless sex, where she's just, like, fucking people and, like, mm-hmm. leaving and, like, moving. Like, no right intimate connection. And I think that she's scared of that with... Kelsey, but it's being projected in this way.
0: You think that it was more about it potentially being monogamous or being serious than it was about it, was it about, being a queer yeah. relationship? Yeah, that's how okay. I read it. But I
1: think, that, I think that's what it is, but I think we're supposed to read it in that way. Mm. She never clearly says... Or she she never clearly expresses, like, why she's, like, Mm -hmm. distant or whatever. I think it's that. Because what we know about her is that she's been, like, having these flings, having this, like, Mm -hmm. just using people for sex. And I think that after, she realized, like, okay, like, this is, like, something else. Mm -hmm. And, and, like, get scared and Mm -hmm. runs away. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. But we'll see what happens. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I guess we would have to see because kind of, I feel like. Kelsey implied that that's what Brooke's problem was, but you're right. She did never confirm whether that was it or it it, it was something else, so Mm -hmm. you're right. Kelsey tells her off. They eventually make up and are cool, at least. And do they? Did I make that up?
1: I can't remember. I
0: don't know, but Kelsey does tell her off, and that kind of resolves itself. Brooke quits the independent. Kelsey Um, is cute. Kelsey is adorable. Oh, my. She got a fatty. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like a bad bitch. I don't
1: know what's wrong with
0: Brooke so hold back. I think I'm gonna follow her on Instagram
1: <laughs> you know she got one yeah of course you know she got one. I
0: follow Joelle oh mm-hmm. she's cute yeah, I might start following you. her okay cool so like we said yeah so she quits the independent or she's planning to quit because she doesn't see where what her writing is doing any good or if it matters anymore because
1: yeah he's not like publishing shit
0: or- yeah and then when she does publish it it's like nobody's reading it yeah. nobody's pushing it it's not interesting anymore but that's when she overhears Muffy talking to Coco about uh, the sexual assault mm-hmm. and Brooke wants Wants Muffy to talk about the experience for the paper, and people think that people think that Brooke wants to expose this because of B- Brooke's career. When it's actually about her desire to um, expose a sexual abuser because yeah. she had this experience when she was fifteen. Mm-hmm. She never lets it go. And what ends up happening, like we said, she is the one who actually heard it. We hear it. And so we we know that it's more than just like an empty allegation. Yeah, we mm-hmm. know that this is something that it, Professor Moses actually, or Professor Brown, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, actually, actually did. Actually did. Um, and so it is it is Brooke who's like driving this whole investigation to kind of get yeah. him exposed. Mm-hmm. And she um, she does end up quitting the independent and decides... Through a lot of conversations, it seems like a lot of them decide that satire is the best way to kind of expose probably, and address and this, especially because Muffy didn't want her name out In there. It, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is ultimately what ends up bringing the story the to a head. The
1: probably scared her.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. That was the whole thing too. She was silent. Muffy was silenced. Yeah, and changed his story, said that she was confused or whatever because the order of, yeah. had scared her. Um. So just at just to wrap it up. Um, do you have anything else about... About Brooke? Yeah, about Brooke. No. Did you want to say anything about Muffy?
1: Mm-mm. Are we going to say anything about... I don't have much to say about it either. That weird episode where they switched to black and white.
0: We can say a little. I didn't really have, have much, much to say, to say. but I you just, can comment on it if you want. I just
1: didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> So Brooke, I like that she dresses like it's the '40s, or like she's in a fucking Archie comic or something.
1: Because her body is banging, I can tell. Oh my goodness, you're funny, and I want to see it. Okay, and I cannot. All
0: right, Um, I I think it's cute, but I didn't love. Her hair a lot of the time.
1: I didn't like it a lot, she
0: was To me, she was the only one that was, like, overtly 4C. You mm-hmm. could see that she had 4C hair. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I would have liked when they used extra hair on her, I would have liked it to be more kinky. When they did her edges, like, they were laid, but sometimes I was like, why? This She doesn't need to have Edges in this way Like right now like, And with this style Yeah like you could do this In a way that's complementary To like what else She has going on In her head I felt I felt I felt A little bit of 4C disrespect
1: Yeah I was I also felt like That's why they dressed her Like that Why Like frumpy Homely It wasn't really It wasn't even frumpy Homely I don't know Usually like was just. It. A, I didn't think
0: it was frumpy or homely. No it wasn't I, mean. I just
1: said it wasn't mm-hmm. But um I don't know I just didn't Like it It didn't make sense Mm-hmm. I don't know why it doesn't make sense, but it does. It doesn't make sense mm-hmm. um, for her parents to be that.
0: Maybe she's on some rockabilly shit that's coming out weird. Some what rockabilly? That's like um. Usually she wouldn't be rockabilly because rockabilly usually there's a like an edge to it you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying they they wear a lot of black a lot of black and white it's like it's like Archie comic goth oh,
1: and yeah, she's not doing that at all
0: yeah it really is just like Archie comic
1: I don't understand yeah I don't understand Yeah, maybe that's it him.
0: maybe she just likes being in the Archie comic she having a lot of like quirky pins and little things I think that's
1: like her aesthetic for real I just wish that they had done her hair better yes I don't, I don't know I don't like it I, don't, I, don't. Well, uh, I wish I could well of course we don't know but I wish I could know why the costume design and hair design it's like that for her I don't know I think that she's supposed
0: to be like off-putting and we're supposed to consider her like stuffy mm-hmm. and weird and I think her stuffiness is supposed to be juxtaposed Bluminati with her <laughs> <laughs> with her sex positivity and her like like ooh look at this like stuffy person that nobody likes because she's kind of a little bit weird and dressing a little bit stuffy or whatever buttoned up um, but like a librarian from the forties or whatever, but also
1: Buses wants to have, yeah, wants bus want it to bust it open wants, doesn't want to,
0: exactly all that stuff. So I think that's a part of their reasoning. They, at the end of the season, they have like this final discussion about Brooke's piece. So again, she posted in Fried Chicanery yeah. and they're talking about, um, their feelings about Moses and what's happening on campus and the drama and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's a nice kind of final roundup to everything and i i wish like we said before reggie kind of comes full circle and apologizes and stuff like that but i wish that shit like that would happen in real life because that process of like somebody coming around like that
1: niggas still believe bill cosby is innocent that part niggas still believe r kelly isn't like that part Lots of them. Mm-hmm. Lots. Mm-hmm. Not even like just this single random person. Lots yeah. of people.
0: Yeah. And I just watched a whole... The podcast actually posted it. They posted a fucking... This podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you was like, the podcast? See. I was like... No, but they chose to post this. This podcast <laughs> that I happened to see on Instagram. But you said the
1: podcast, like this is the only podcast oh, in the world. sorry.
0: You, I, I assumed that y'all was already in my head, but... <laughs> They posted a video. They had a, someone on there who was talking about consent and like they could not wrap their head around that shit. And like they should have been embarrassed. It was it looked so bad, but they don't know because niggas, they just like that's that privilege and their voice is the one that matters because I can't see like, why would you watch this and still post? Why would you post it here for us to look at you be this ridiculous? About not understanding consent.
1: Because who cares about women?
0: Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to say about the series?
1: No. We said it all.
0: All right. So we got a letter. And I wanted to read this because I think that this person touches on some stuff that we,
1: we didn't, didn't
0: mm-hmm. touch on. And so I wanted to have that voice here. Um, And this is actually a letter. Mecca, who is our production support, actually uh, watched the show. And this is how... They felt about it. Ameka says, The unfortunate issue with Dear White People is that it is an Obama-era concept. Obama's presidency eased white folks' racial anxiety by making them believe in a post-racial America. Aptly named Dear White People was meant to disrupt that, that delusion and reveal contemporary manifestations of white supremacy. But three years with Trump has made the racial issues in America so obvious that that the show no longer knows what to do with itself and all the characters have to pivot from their quote-unquote social justice warrior origins. What makes matters worse is that the political tension was the main gravitas of the show and balanced out the cringy, unapologetic campiness. (laughs) That is funny.
1: I I enjoyed that.
0: That is also a read. I don't think it's cringy, but I do enjoy this sentence. Without the equilibrium, without that equilibrium, Dear White People at its worst is a Disney Channel TV show with pretentious references and sex scenes. No shade. That's another
1: read. (laughs) But they really... I'm (laughs) I'm not... they really said no shade? Oh,
0: definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's here in writing. No shade. That was cute, Emeka. We see you. That, that was shade. Um, the, the, le- the later half of the show is much better because of the sexual assault storyline. We regained some political tension. Granted, it felt a little outdated. Discussions on Me Too and white womanhood was very hot for most of 2017 and 2018. And while there's never a bad time to bring nuance to these conversations, the nuance this show tried to bring irked me. The movie Dear White People first viral clip was Samantha White explaining to her black administrator that reverse racism doesn't exist because of power and historical precedent. It was very edgy in 2014, but now... In the old age of 2019, they do this black and white racial switch to explain why the black professor needed to be held accountable. I know it was meant to be a parody, but it was very sloppy. That's the shit that you was talking about. Mm The AAVE usage in this show is meant to be funny and maybe ironic, but there is no indication that the writers have any idea how young black Americans speak. So it's hard to see the joke. I wish there was better awareness that most times colloquialisms created in College spaces are meant to gain control of the of an English language that is inherently white supremacist and not simply linguistic signals of a younger generation. I appreciate the black queer storylines, but Pose does it better. And then he puts the little meh, meh, the little meh emoji. Um, hey, yeah, didn't get anything new or innovative from it, but I did appreciate them playing Quay Dash during the orgy scene. That is such a small like. Here, take this. I like this. I guess that's funny. (laughs) I guess. I guess you can, you know, have this. The character with the most depth and the character developed and the character with the most depth and character development is Samantha's white boyfriend. That's um, Gabe, who we can't stand. Yeah. While some of the black characters aren't even characters, but some symbolic figures to conjure a cheap joke. I very much disliked the handling of the ambiguous African characters with the horrible ambiguous African accents, zero nuance to them. They were symbolic. So that the show could regenerate the Twitter Diaspora Wars on screen. What was once a very cutting edge show is playing catch up. Have a lovely day. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Emeka. Thanks, Emeka. Thank you. We appreciate okay, yeah, you. We really do. We a fucking appreciate you. Thank you for this. I didn't feel that the show was reliant on. On that kind of like political tension, mm-hmm. I just felt like the center was different, It's a different vibe, and I was okay with it, but I do see what you're
1: saying, yeah, I see like I don't disagree, mm-hmm. but that's not what I saw or was feeling when I was watching it, right, but I did feel like but I something's different, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's it, but I was like something is mm-hmm. something weird mhm, mhm, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't... Okay, so I didn't notice... I usually notice a lot of misuses of aave or like messing up slang and stuff like that I didn't really notice that did you notice that? I don't Um, know if I was paying attention enough either I didn't notice it in that
0: way but I do get his point about this sentence that he says here I wish that I wish there was better awareness that most times colloquialisms created in college spaces are meant to gain control of an English language that is inherently white supremacist and not and not simply linguistic signals of a younger generation I could I could yeah, see I how the that. tone could be like we're young. We use these words because we're young yeah. and it's fun. Instead of no, we took this word that meant this and, and switched it to, to serve us in this particular way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I could see, I could see how that could be a thing. But I wasn't, I didn't feel like oh, this is misplaced. But I get that tone mm-hmm. that um, Emeka is referencing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What do you think about um, what they say about the Me Too? And, oh, for reference, everyone, Emeka's pronouns are uh, he, them. So yeah. I just want to make it clear that I'm not just, like, doing what I want over mm-hmm. here. What are your thoughts about what he says about Me Too and white womanhood and it being hot topics for 2017 and 2018? I
1: think I think I kind of relate. Like, that's why I brought up the Bill Cosby thing. Like, it just uh, seems like okay. conversations we've had. Yeah. I think that the conversation... Like, we're now having conversations, I think, in 2019 about consent. What is this? What is that? Mm-hmm. Not just about, like... Yeah, I think we've moved a little further. So now the we're talking more has, about
0: the dynamics of what happened yes, instead of that it happened.
1: Exactly. Right. I think that's where we are at right now in this moment. Um. So that's for me when I was watching it. I didn't know why I connected that with Bill me, mm-hmm. but it was like... I don't want to say it was old, but it was mm-hmm. like, this is old. When you think about... Well, or at least that's where the conversation is for me. I don't
0: right. know. Like who right? This is I guess this is what I was gonna say. When you say we're past that, who's we? Cause I feel like sometimes we are talking in this, like we live life and we know niggas in real life. So we're not always speaking in black Twitter, but even a lot of our circle is very specific. And I wonder a lot of times if maybe the we. That we're talking about is this limited, this limited woke we mm-hmm. that we're talking about mm-hmm. instead of like a larger group of folks who may be consuming this content.
1: Which, which, yeah, I get that. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, for me, I don't know. I feel like since these kids kind of seem like they are progressive in their conversation, mm-hmm. that I would have assumed I would have right. presented something else. Got it. And I wasn't presented that. I Got was presented it. something that seems late
0: yeah yeah that's true
1: yeah so mm-hmm. and then it's like honestly i don't i'm not in movie productions but i don't know when this was shot versus mm-hmm. when we're getting this one hour netflix mm-hmm. so i don't know but it does seem like late especially if these group of kids young adults mm-hmm. are people who like as far as what we see are people who are pushing the conversation right and not, you know in those ways so it's just like what
0: yeah i track everything by hairstyle and like it was hard to keep up with joelle her hair was like changing and i couldn't find the thread of like okay when did this hairstyle happen in real life versus when we're seeing it on the show uh-huh. i was like wow this is a tricky one <laughs> tricky that's usually how i could tell i would be like okay they shot these two together because her hair is like this and uh-huh. her hair is like that because black women like you have a hairstyle for this period of time yeah. well, a lot of times so uh-huh. i was like oh i couldn't i could not keep up they got me <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm... Not even I think. I'm sure that's why I was like, is this supposed to be Bill Hosby?
0: hmm All right. So, we did a fucking review, yo. Yeah, we
1: did. We did. This was
0: Dear black people
1: yes tea with queen and J reviewing dear white people I hope yo. you all enjoyed
0: it yes let us know what you think you can still send us your email and shit about what you thought about the season again you can hit us up on social on twitter and instagram at tea with qj use the hashtag tea with qj you can send us your t-mail at tea with queen and J at gmail dot com and you can hit us up on our website tea with queen and J dot
1: com and use the hashtag dear black people
0: Hmm. yes yo that shit, you can use the hashtag dear white people too, but as long as you use it with those other hashtags, yeah.
1: That hashtag it's really racist. <laughs> Never mind. Every time this show comes out, you're right, yeah, it does. Never mind. Okay, bye, y'all. <laughs> you gonna say bye, Genesia? Bye, Genesia.
0: <laughs> that was so that's silly and quirky enough. Okay, cool Mm -hmm. Even though I had breakfast I was already thinking about a Snack Mm. And the campus Was crawling with appetizing Options Something healthy, perhaps It had Been a while since I cradled A ball with a lacrosse boy Hey Nah Something decadent Maybe I'd take it into the end zone with a football player. You know, I ain't never been scared to take a knee. Girl, what are you doing?